we go on a Wednesday. Happy to be with you guys again, rocking with you guys. Uh, as always, this is your host, Tyler, and this is the Big Ten Football Focus Podcast presented by Woos Media. Always happy to be talking with you guys. Now, uh, just in full transparency, I've, I've always said I'm going to be honest with uh, the listener. I'm going to be you know upfront, honest as much as I can with you guys. I don't know if I have the flu, a head cold, COVID. I don't know what's going on, uh, but I am not feeling my best right now. So this is going to be basically MJ uh, pulling it out for the win. Uh, flu game as I do this podcast, just because kind of feeling under the weather. It's that time of year where, uh, you know, the... Uh, Seasons kind of start to change, which is a wonderful thing. It's not what I'm complaining about, but it also makes it difficult when you're, uh, you know, around kids and stuff like that who are around other kids and man, germs are crazy. So, uh, I, I don't, I don't want to bore you guys to death. Let's jump right into it. We will be doing a preview of week four in the Big Ten. Uh, I have had a lot of questions, and I think it's going to be a better uh, forum on the on the Tuesday or the Monday or Tuesday podcast, uh, depending on when you guys listen to it. Is what are we, uh, you know, who are we looking for for replacements of? Uh, Mel Tucker, as you guys know, or if you've stayed in the news, Michigan State has begun the process of firing him. He's been let go from the team and no longer on the program. Uh, now there's a lot of stuff floating around about it. Again, I don't want to get into it just because I, I just don't want to. Uh, I want to focus on football. That's what I care about. And so I don't really, I'm, I'm not want to spend too much time, but, uh, it looks like they're moving to get rid of him as the head coach or fire him as the head coach. And we will be, uh, you know, discussing candidates that was probably the most requested. Had about 14, 15 people uh, send in questions about that. Uh, I'm kind of creating a list of realistic candidates. Uh, a lot of people like to go into the coordinators, into football analysts, stuff like that. Uh, I like to see, uh, you know, my candidates as, as people who are head coaches, not to say that, right, that an officer, as offensive coordinator couldn't, but in the Big Ten, I don't think you should be promoting coordinators. No, it's not a veiled shot at anybody. I just don't think you should. I think you should be spending the money. Look, you're Michigan State. Spend a little bit extra money. Uh, go and get the, the, you know, the top tier head coach. We see what it did for Michigan. We saw what it did for Ohio State when they went and got Urban. Uh, it, it pays. When, when you show out a little bit of money, it, it pays. And you see West Coast. I think they're going to be great under uh, under Luke Fickle. I've, I've said it over and over again. Luke Fickle's my guy. I'm going to continue to back him. Illinois with Brett Bielema. Uh, so spend a little bit extra. You're going to see. Uh, you're going to see success. So, uh, but definitely want to uh, want want to discuss those things. So, but let's start off uh, week four. So excited for this week. It, we're finally getting Big Ten v. Big Ten games. Not like we haven't had a couple here and there. Uh, we're moving slowly out of just the absolute beatdowns. Uh, we do have a couple next week of, of uh, cupcakes, I guess, if you want to call it that, on the schedule. Not nearly as many. Uh, like I said, a lot more uh, Big Ten v. Big Ten action. So let's break it down. First game up Friday night. That's right. Friday night lights in uh, Purdue uh, at the home of the Boilermakers. They're one and two right now, taking on the Badgers that are two and one. Uh, really excited for this game. Uh, there's a lot of emotion going into this game. Me personally, that's what I think. The line, as far as betting, has been really goofy, sitting about five and a half as we stand right now. Uh, 
This is uh, Luke Fickle's first uh, Big Ten game, so we're going to see how he prepares for the Boilermakers. And this is also uh, Ryan Walter's first Big Ten game as well uh, at the helm. So really... uh, Wisconsin has, uh, like I said, Purdue is very hard for, I, I don't know why I can't get a read on this team. Uh, I feel like this is a weird spot for Wisconsin. The saving grace for Wisconsin that I feel like the, it, that's tipping towards, uh, in favor of Wisconsin is that they have a buy this upcoming week, uh, the week after. So the week of the 30th. They have a bye, so they're going to get an extra day's rest as well because they won't be playing Saturday, and they'll be preparing for Rutgers. So there's no look-ahead spot. This isn't a, a quote-unquote trap game. And then for Purdue, uh, you're looking, you just came off of a loss at home against Syracuse, looking to bounce back strong against Wisconsin. Illinois is up next. So again, not really a look-ahead spot for either one of these teams. Uh, really what I want to see, again, I want to see Wisconsin, uh, you know, ground and pound. That is the Badger way. That's what they need to do. That's where they have success. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good game. I, I want to say that Wisconsin has found itself. We always say at the beginning of the year, you've got to find your identity. If I can't say it to my wife, yes, she watches football, but she is not the you know savant that I like to consider myself. But if I can explain it to her what the identity is, she can say, oh yeah, I can see that they're a run-heavy team or a very aggressive defense. Or You've got to have an identity. Did Wisconsin finally establish its identity against Georgia Southern after an embarrassing loss to Washington State? I want to say yes. Uh, I think at the end of this game, I think it's going to be 27-20. I think it's going to be close through three. I think Wisconsin will pull away in the end. I wouldn't be surprised if it's uh, you know a last drive in the fourth quarter and then followed up by a defensive stop to seal the game. I'm going Badgers 27-20. Next game up, we have the Rutgers Scarlet Knights going to Ann Arbor. Really, uh, the biggest question, I mean, we, we've talked about it. Rutgers has been, has been a massive surprise this year. And I love talking Rutgers similarly to West, or uh, sorry, not Wisconsin, uh, Illinois last year. We were on it at the beginning of the year. We said Rutgers is a team that I think can break into bowl eligibility. I thought it lined up well. Uh, the, their side of the conference getting Indiana, uh, getting to play, uh, Northwestern from the other side. And then, uh, I didn't think Sparty was going to be as good. So I'm like, hey, this is lining up where they can get, I can see five wins, they get one upset. Uh, however, I don't think this is going to be the upset that they're going to get. Uh, Michigan has has pretty much dominated the series, as has most people against uh, Rutgers. Uh, Jim Harbaugh back on the sideline, I think that's going to be a big uh, swing in momentum. I think that they're not going to pull their punches this game. I think they're going to run up the score and they're going to do it very quickly. Uh, I would like, I wouldn't, I mean, if I'm, uh, Michigan and you see McCarthy being pulled out at the end of the third, beginning of the fourth. Of course, you want to ride with that. That's what you're hoping. You can kind of establish that, uh, that gap so you don't have to worry as much and keep him healthy. I think he's, I actually put a little bit of money on him to win the Heisman. Yep, that's right. I think this kid is legit and I think we're going to see this now as we get into Big Ten play and now that Harbaugh's on the sideline. Uh, I want to go with Michigan here. Uh, 4821 uh the line right now is 24 it has come down from 24 and a half this morning so uh if the line continues to move i mean i'm i'm taking michigan on the favorite if it gets anywhere uh you know north of about 30 i wouldn't take that number but I'm taking michigan and i'm eating the points 
Next up, we have a, a very intriguing game because I said there's two teams that I can't get a read on yet this year. And that is Purdue and Maryland. Maryland uh, up against Michigan State is the next one on the docket. Uh, Michigan State, obviously, going through some serious turmoil. Uh, I don't think, uh, regardless of where this game is played, I think Maryland is going to win. Uh, I think Maryland's offense has looked significantly better than Sparty's defense. And I think they showed a lot of holes in the Washington game. I wasn't really impressed with Sparty, even against Central Michigan. Yeah, they beat Richmond. We're not even going to we're going to throw that game out like it doesn't matter. So, haven't really been impressed too much with the defense. Um, and I think this Maryland team has proven that they can score 38, 38, 42. Now, I don't think it's going to be as much. I'm going to go 31-21 in favor of the Terrapins. Uh, they're going to be starting off 4-0, and and to be honest, next week they're looking at Indiana. Could be 5-0, and uh, you know, preparing for that Ohio State game. So the the, the Terps are on a, on a tear, looking really good. It looks like the last time they started 4-0, and that was back in 21, and then they did lose to Iowa the following week. So... Uh, I'm going to be going with them. Uh, I like what Loxley's doing. I like Tua's little brother, Tungabaloa. Uh, I, I just think that uh, there's a lot of momentum in favor of this Maryland team and a lot of uh, negative negativity around the Michigan State team right now. Uh, I even said at the beginning of the year, you guys knew that, that I thought that Maryland would be jumping Sparty. This is a chance going to East Lansing and getting the win. They're going to have to do it, and they're going to have to do it in uh, in a big way to come up. Uh, so 31-21, I'm going to be going in favor of Maryland. Right now, the line is about 7.5. The line's been a little goofy on this. It has fluctuated quite a bit. Uh, if it goes over 10, I would stay away from it. But I think you're getting good value uh, with Maryland. I think their offense is going to be far superior. Uh, their defense has shown that it can crack uh, in certain circumstances, but they also came away with significant turnovers uh, last week against Virginia. Next game up, Illinois FAU. Not a ton really to discuss here. I think Illinois is going to take care of business. Uh, this is a get-right spot for the Fighting Illini. Uh, really... I personally think they should have beat Kansas. Uh, they beat Toledo, got lucky. I mean, let's be honest, they got lucky against Toledo. Uh, they easily could be 0-3 going into this FAU game. Now, uh, is a weird team with Tom Herman at the helm. Uh, just hard to get a read on them this year as well. Uh, some of their, their games have been... Uh, lopsided. Some of these games have been interesting to, to say the least for the Owls of Florida Atlantic, but I think really, uh, Illinois is going to dominate in this game. Uh, yeah, the Florida Atlantic lost to Ohio and they also lost to Clemson. So, you know, Clemson, that's a tough one, tough game, but, uh, really I, I'm looking at it. I think, uh, you know, Illinois takes care of business. Now, FAU is 0 4, um, straight up, but they are 3 1 against the spread. I don't see a ton of scoring on the Illinois side. I want to go 17-14. The line is 15.5, so I'm going to be taking FAU. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than what we think. What I want to see in this Illinois team, similar to Wisconsin, can they find their identity on offense? We know that what their defense is. We've got to be able to see these drives. We've got to be able to see... Altmeyer have command of the offense. It just hasn't been there yet this season. And personally, that's what I'm going to be looking for. Next game up at the same time uh, at uh, 2.30 Central Time, we've got Nebraska taking on Louisiana Tech. Uh, the the Bulldogs, not a very good team. Uh, Nebraska, they did get the win against Northern Illinois. They need to get this win. Again, getting back to 500 is paramount right now because up next, you've got Michigan, you've got Illinois. So very, very important. Uh, 
Of course, you are at home as well, so the Big Red Faithful will be out in force. Uh, I don't think, the number right now is, is minus 21 in favor of Nebraska. Don't think it's going to be that much. I'm going to be 24 to 17. Uh, for Nebraska to win, I think it's going to be a lot closer than than what we realized. But I think we're seeing progress again. Nebraska cut down on the turnovers, give the quarterback time to read the field. His weaponry is his legs. You've got to utilize them, and I think it's going to go well for them. And I think they pick up the uh, the dub and they move to two and two on the season. Next game up, we have another uh, Big Ten opponent taking on another MAC opponent. Akron taking on, uh, going to Bloomington uh, against the Indiana Hoosiers. Again, similarly, I I haven't really been impressed with Indiana's offense this year. Uh, They did play well last game. Uh, Like I said, I felt felt like their offense was one that let them down in the Louisville game. I think that they had every opportunity to win it, uh, only losing by seven. Now, you're looking at this game, Akron 1-2, Indiana 1-2. Really big, important game for uh, Indiana to get right here, move back to 500, and then prepare yourselves for the Maryland game the week after. As I'm looking at it right now, uh, the line is minus 17 in in favor of Indiana. I think it's going to be 35 to 7. Uh, again, Indiana's offense has proven that they can score. Last week might have just been an aberration. Uh, they might have just been bottled up by that Louisville defense, or, or maybe Brom understood the Hoosiers a little bit better. I don't know, but that's what I'm going to be going uh, in favor of Indiana. Now, we're going to skip this next game. I want to finish with the Ohio State-Notre Dame game. Uh, the game that I want to talk about next is the Penn State-Iowa game. Now, really weird. This line is is goofy, and maybe the sports books aren't just – I mean, maybe they're laying a trap here, and I'm just walking dead on into it. But uh, the Ninny Lions host the Hawkeyes of Iowa. This is the night game on CBS. It is at 6.30 Central. Cannot wait to watch it. Now, Iowa, one thing that we know – they play everybody close. They're not, they don't really get blown out. They don't really blow out. Now, they did beat Western Michigan, MAC team. We're, we're going to throw that out. But as far as the like minded teams, they're very close. When you look at the history, um, you know, back in 21, uh, Iowa was ranked number three in the nation. They went, uh, they beat Penn State 20 to 23. Uh, they pulled out the win there. You look at their game in 2020. Um, was more of a blowout. We're going to throw that away because it was 2020, but it was 21-41. The next game in 2019, 17-12. Uh, the game after that, 30-24. to So really out of the last you know four meetings, we've seen very, only one game again, COVID, throwing that out. We're not, I mean, 2020 was nuts. But when you're looking at regularly, you know, 12, 13 game seasons, it's been close. And right now the line is minus 15. Uh, Penn State's offense has looked good against inferior opponents, West Virginia and Delaware. Last week, I felt like it was the defense that made the stops and, the, and got the turnovers forced Illinois into into turnovers more so than uh you know their offense just being this this machine so 15 points is a lot to hang for this nittany lion team i think it's going to be close 27 23 i think the nittany lion lions get the win uh iowa again is is iowa i think they're going to be again eight and four nine and three that's right where they're going to be at their mr consistency uh you know kirk ferentz so that's where i see this game uh not too crazy but uh it's gonna be a good one let me tell you under the lights in happy valley uh can't really beat that 
Uh, second to last game that I want to talk about here, we've got Minnesota uh, going to Northwestern. Similarly, uh, again, I have not been impressed with the Big Ten's offenses this last uh, this year. Last year, I felt like we had big, high-flying offenses that could put up serious points. Uh, Minnesota did not look good against North Carolina. I never felt I felt like the game was a lot further. Uh, you know, bigger of a blowout than what it was, 13 to 31. Uh, I thought that, you know, North Carolina had opportunities to, to score even more. So this is a chance for, for Minnesota to get right. But you look at what they've scored, 13, 25, 13. They have not put up a lot of offense. Now, their defense has played well uh, outside of the Carolina game, in my opinion, but holding uh, Nebraska to 10 and Eastern Michigan just to 6. But really, uh, right now it's favored 11.5 in favor of uh Minnesota. I think Minnesota is going to win this game. I, I don't see much fight out of this Northwestern team. They look like another lost team. Like I said, it's hard when you lose your your head coach and controversy around surrounding the program and stuff like that. It's hard to keep the players motivated and, and looking forward as an interim coach. Is it the same coach? Where's your scholarship? There's so many different aspects going into it. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I want to take Northwestern plus the points, but it's going to be right at that line. Uh, I want to say 21 10 in favor of uh, Northwestern, or sorry, in favor of Minnesota, but Northwestern getting the points. I had a right at, favorite at 11, so 11 and a half is why I'm switching it. If the line runs down, then I would take the Golden Gophers. Uh, we'll see what the line does as it gets closer to game time. Now, the final game up that I want to talk about, and I want to take a couple of minutes on this, is the Ohio State Buckeyes taking on Notre Dame. Now, last year when they played, we didn't really know Marcus Freeman, right? Where He was kind of, hey, who is this guy? Is he going to be able to hang with Ohio State? It's the first game, him under the helm. They then went on to lose to Marshall and then eventually found their way, beating Cal, North Carolina, BYU, UNLV, Syracuse, Clemson, Navy, Boston College later in the season, and then uh, winning their bowl game against South Carolina. So it was a tough, tough game, that first game against Mark, uh, Marcus Freeman taking on Ryan Day's Buckeyes. Now, I think this is a wonderful spot for an upset why I think Ohio State's going to win is they found their offense. They, they got their step. Marcus Freeman has a phenomenal defense. Let me tell you, they are very, very good. I would say probably one of the funnest defenses if you're, if you're in a defensive scheme and stuff like that. Watch the Irish. They haven't really been tested, though. Let's be honest. Navy, Tennessee State, NC State, eh, kind of, and then Central Michigan. They're up against Ohio State. They're playing them at home. They've thought all year long about that loss that they sustained on the road in the shoe first game of the season and really it was close i mean 10 21 says 11 points it was a lot closer than what it was i thought it was going to be a blowout honestly i did i remember even saying it i think it's gonna be like 42 to 10 who is notre dame to come into the shoe and do this it was a lot closer now it was first game of the year uh, Stroud wasn't in, in, in stride with his, his team and stuff like that yet. So again, maybe an aberration. I do like this game. I actually had it rated right at, uh, three and a half, four. Uh, I think you're getting some value, f uh, in favor of Ohio State. I, I want to take Ohio State minus three. I want to say it's 28, 24. I think they go to South Bend and they get the win. What's tough right now about Notre Dame is they're kind of between a rock and a hard place. As these conferences continue to progress and add, Notre Dame staying 
remain stagnant? And then how long are we going to let them remain stagnant as, as football, right? As college football fans, uh, because if they're, you know, they're like, oh, they're undefeated or whatnot. Uh, really, they're, they're fighting for a national championship spot. This is going to be a hard hitting game. Ohio State found their offense last week. They're getting, they're, they're being more creative, getting Marvin Harrison, uh, open. Their run game looked, uh, significantly better with, with Trayvon Henderson. Uh, I like, what they've put together against Western Kentucky. Now, they haven't been tested. Indiana, Youngstown State, Western Kentucky. I could be completely wrong, but both of these teams are kind of coming in you know, injury-free and ready to go, ready to let loose. So I think it's a phenomenal game. It's going to be uh, broadcast on NBC, 630 uh, Central on that. And and like I said, I'm excited to watch this game. I think it's going to be a great game. But I think the Buckeyes are going to get them. I'm, I'm, Any time that I think it's going to be close, I'm going to default to uh, the Big Ten team winning. Again, this is a Big Ten podcast. We love the Big Ten here. And so I want to think that they're going to do it. Look, Ohio State, you've got a bye week after this. There's no look-ahead game. And even after that, you're playing Maryland, which, you know, I, I don't know how many times you beat them in, in a row. I believe, you know, it's like eight straight or something like that. So uh, I think Ohio State, this is a perfect chance to, to jump in the polls. Look, Texas is getting a lot of love. Colorado's getting love. USC's getting love. Michigan is still getting love. Georgia's getting love. This is the opportunity to say, hey, no, we need to be in this conversation. If you lose this game, um, I, I mean, really, it's, it, it could get ugly losing. I mean, if you lose to Notre Dame and it exposes flaws, you're going to have to get right. Uh, but really, I think, I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Ohio State's going to win this game. All right, that has been the week four preview. Hey, I was able to do it without sneezing, coughing, or anything like that. Again, uh, I'll get better. I'll be ready to go for the Monday podcast that will be recorded on Sunday. Hope you guys have a great uh, Big Ten weekend. I'm, I'm very excited to see what these games contain, and as we continue to get more Big Ten versus Big Ten action. Uh, of course, always be sure to uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know how we're doing, what you want to hear. This is your guys' podcast. I say it all the time. I know that I'm the host, but I want to break it down. I want to know what you guys are interested in. Uh, if you're in Bloomington, hit me up. Let me know what you want to hear about the Hoosiers. I'd love to do a deep dive or a research project on why this works or why that doesn't work. Of course I do. That's 100% what I want to do. I love it. I love it. I love it. College football is awesome. Big Ten football is awesome. Hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a great weekend of Big Ten football action. We'll see you back here on your Monday morning drive.